What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 216th episode of the Shatter Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on, man? Oh, pretty much same as usual i think um uh another week just another dollar another week another, another dollar day, another dollar but there is a lot to talk about um we got some super exciting news about mods which we're going to go deep into um we've been talking about modding teams but this week we're just going to talk about mods because i have a hell of a lot to say about the new mod changes that are coming uh mods 2.1 if you will um so should be an exciting episode. I'm pretty pumped. Um, however, there's also something else Star Wars that came out this week, and that is Bro. Star Wars Squadrons. Have Da-da-da. you played it yet? I haven't. Uh, so I haven't actually Dude. bought it yet. Um, I will this weekend, and I will get to trying it. Uh, hopefully Sunday, but I'm not sure. I have. I played it last night at 9 p.m. Okay, when it became available. Nice. On the East Co- or West Coast. And I played it today. That game is super fun. Is it? And I'm about five missions into the campaign, and the campaign is really good so far. I know the campaign isn't super long, but what they did with it has been really fun so far. So. Well, I am very, very glad to hear that. Um, and the good, best news is it's all crossplay. So you on yeah. your Xbox and me and my PlayStation, we can actually play together. Yeah, and we may have to do that at some point. Um, do a little stream thing or something. Well, that's a stream. Maybe we can pull in some uh, some podcast faithful to throw together a full five squadron. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, if you guys are interested, we may have to make a Star Wars squadron spot in the Discord. And then yeah, we dude. can coordinate, coordinate setting up some... Uh, some squadrons space battles hell yeah that'd be fun i like it that'll be good um all right so i got very important i I mean it's the most important question of all of the entire night it is hey boys it's your favorite time of the day the time where we all pop our tops off and relax it's been a while since we were drinking the same thing but i am pretty certain that tonight we are drinking. No, the same we are. Thing. And I'm already like one and a half in from the from the uh, Grand Arena yep. live stream. And I can already tell you, I love this. It is like pretty fantastic. Where let, let's just explain to everyone where we got this. Our good friends from Melvin Brewing once again have hooked us up, and 
They sent us one of their uh, new sours. It is. A four pack of their sours. It is and the sour ale with passion fruit and guava. You cannot tell me that doesn't sound fantastic. Yeah, so if you're watching from home, it's... Let me move it in the right... It's the Sour Soul Volume 1. And it is so good. Yeah. So oh, good. I yeah. love sours. When I heard that Melvin had sours, I really wanted some. And they do not disappoint. Oh, so. no, they do not. They're... I'm I got two two more cans, and uh, they're probably going to be gone by the end of the show because that is just too <laughs> freaking good. I will be drinking. So. I'm only drinking one tonight because we are uh, getting on the road early in the morning. But um, I'll be I'll be drinking it for the next next couple of episodes for sure. Very nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Very good. Hell yeah! So, oh god, we got a long so. show tonight. We better. We better get into this first thing. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? All right. What a week in Swoga. Um, all right, so Tier 3, Places of Power. I found a pretty awesome team that works unbelievably well. And you can basically auto the damn thing. Um, all you need is your Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren Unmasked and an auto button. Uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. There's uh, the Jedi Sentinels in that thing. Remove turn meter. And if you recall, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's unique ability is um, what plus ten percent health and protection whenever you lose turn meter and negative 10% wherever you gain turn meter. So if you're losing turn meter a lot and never gaining it, you're going to stack up a ridiculous amount of health. And my crew became immortal at some point after about (laughs) wave four. And when I say immortal, I am literally not exaggerating. He was healing for 4 million damage, which by the way is the maximum amount the game will allow you to heal because that is where it tapped out at. Um, He was healing for (laughs) 4 million damage on every hit. In other words, they were never going to kill him. So at that point, it's just a matter of, you know, Supreme Leader Kylo wait, wait, wait. But the other part to this, how long did it take? So it took a while. Now, you can play it pretty quick <laughs> if you're manually playing your Supreme Leader Kylo, but the AI with Supreme Leader Kylo is terrible because he never uses his first special. He always uses AOE. Mm-hmm. Um, and that puts you in a position where... It takes forever to kill the guys. It literally autoed for like an hour and 20 minutes. That is so ridiculous. And then I... The funniest part is... The funniest part to me is that if they did somehow find a way to kill the the Kylo that was healing for 4 million every turn, if they somehow did find it, imagine the amount of time it would take for them to do that. That thing would have been autoing for like three days. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like... The event would have been over for two and a half days yeah. before it ended. <laughs> if you're able to like put permanent heal immunity on him, yeah, it would still take freaking forever to kill the guy. Um, it's nuts. But <laughs> it, once you get into wave eight, you do have to manually play because you have to gain some siphon. And eventually you'll kill him. I mean, if you just get a couple deals of siphon, then you can go back to hitting auto. So, um, And then, of course, you you know use that ability to get siphon in some of the earlier waves, and it will obviously speed up the process. But it is a pretty, 
pretty safe way to do it if you just want to set it and forget it. Um, works very well. I for all those people that use blue stacks, that is like a dream scenario. Set it on your computer, walk away, go watch TV, come back, collect your rewards. Yep, hundred percent. That is a very true statement. So the other <laughs> things that I did this week was I finished Leia and Wedge, got them to Relic Three. They are, I'm completely ready for Jedi Master Luke, except for Mon Mothma and Backpack Chewie. That's all that remains. Mon Mothma is 21 out of 65, and Backpack Chewie is 27 out of 85. So I'm basically 65 shards ahead on Backpack Chewie over Mon Mothma. And once they're finished, my gear for them will be ready, and I will be ready to rock and roll and start farming things to get Luke. I forget His what things gear. are called. The tickets. <laughs> yeah. So oh, um, I, I should, I'm pretty certain I'll have all the gear from Mon Mothma and stuff by then. I, I have plenty of time. Uh, no, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. Way more time than anyone that is not in your position. So yeah, no. It should doubt. be fairly easy for you to be able to just hit that upgrade button several times. Yep. Once you get her. That that is the plan. Um, and I got a little calculator calculate how much relic material I need. So I am trying to get enough relic material so that I'll have enough to um max out or not max but take Mon Mothma and Backpack Tree obviously Relic 5 as soon as they're finished and then also have enough in reserves so that whenever I get J.R. Master Luke ready I'm good to go so um, problem will be his gear we'll find out this week what his gear is we'll get to see the kit they release this coming week uh, on the 7th how do you know we'll get to see the gear well because I know we'll get to see the kit I don't know we'll get to see the gear well they said they're uh, they're coming to the game this week did they? I thought they just said that they were releasing the kits this week. Uh, I thought they were releasing them into game, uh, was my understanding, along whenever Piet goes farmable. Um, I could be wrong, but we will see. That that was my understanding. From I haven't been right. paying that much attention, to be honest, to that. Not to mention, I have not had time to listen to any other podcasts, which is where that information would have been, because, you know... I That's did listen the best to way it. to communicate, uh, apparently. Yeah, I for everyone. Um, I listened to it yesterday, I believe, uh, and there was also a rundown, which I think we're gonna go over here shortly. But um, other yeah, things, thank I, goodness. Other things I did this week was finished hyena, and then um, I and look what he did for you. And look what he did for me. Um, hyena so, is a beast. I love him. I wanted to talk a little bit, if you want to, about some fleet strategy in Grand Arena. What did you do? Because um, you're also in that spot where you have to set two fleets on defense. Um, what was your strategy? There? Uh, I did what I always was going to do, but I set, I set a first order fleet. That's probably garbage, and an Akbar Rebel fleet. Okay. Which is also probably garbage. So, so you kept your negotiator and and malevolence for offense. I did. Interesting. Only with the thought that they would probably set um something that I couldn't kill with rebels on defense. Right. That's totally understandable. 
Um, totally understandable. I went with, um, I set my Galactic Republic squad starting five Jedi Knight Anakin and the Y Wing. That was my primary defense. I wanted to put something out there that's fairly tough to do, fairly tough to beat. And then I did Thrawn, Houndstooth, TIE Reaper, and Imperial TIE Fighter as the starting lineup there. And the idea there being, um, you know, those ships all either give the capital ship turn meter or make Houndstooth more difficult to defeat. And hopefully Thrawn will get around to using his special ability and just causing, causing some problems. That was kind of my thinking there. And, of course, that saved my Rebels. And malevolence for offense. You walked me through using malevolence, and I kind of think that I got that kind of figured out. Uh, mirroring malevolence even wasn't wasn't that terrible, but uh, yeah, yeah, you were fighting a seven star. Yeah, so that uh, was uh... mine's only my malevolence only six star. The seven star hyena definitely helps. I did some node refreshes to make sure I got that done for GAC, um, just because it is. I mean, there's considerable difference between six star and seven star. So glad I did that. Yeah. As long as you can keep your hyena alive, you're going to have a good time. Pretty much. Especially when you don't have hyena bomber, not hyena bomber. Sorry. Uh, houndstooth to bring in in case they kill your hyena bomber. Right. Cause that's yeah. my, that's my arena strategy is. Okay, if hounds if or if hyena bomber is almost dead, I'll just bring in houndstooth, and he'll pretty much he'll stay alive forever. And long longevity basically means I'm going to win that match. But since you can't really do that in GAC, being able that six having that seven star on hyena bomber is huge because of the fact that he can just stay alive as long as possible to pull out the win. Right. You don't Abs. have that houndstooth uh, oh shit button like you do in arena. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Yep, cool. Um, well, what about your week, sir? Uh, nothing too crazy, honestly. It's been kind of bad as far as gear. Excuse me, gear grinding's gone. I did get Lando to gear thirteen. So within a span of three weeks, he went from nice. two stars in gear one to uh, <laughs> gear 13 and seven star. You're one of the uh, last holdouts on that one. Yeah. And then so you, I'm working on C-3PO and uh, what's his face? C-3PO and Chewbacca right now. Both of I them like only need two more pieces to get to gear 13. Uh, I think after that, let me see what's after that. I'm working on all the JKL requirements first and uh, I'm in a pretty good spot, spot in a good spizot. Yeah, boy. I have no idea what pizzot is, but spizot. sounds good. Yo. Sounds good. All right. Anyways, uh, so after I get that, so after I get C-3PO and Chewbacca, all I will have Wampa, Vader, CLS, C-3PO, Chewbacca and Lando all at gear 13, which will only leave Hoda, who's gear 12, almost gear 13, or sorry, gear 11, almost gear 12, uh, and then two, a gear 8 Hot Han and a gear 8 Rolo. So, okay, that's what I have coming up. But they're all in a good spot. And with the 
requirements for Jedi, Jedi Master Luke. I'm actually looking pretty good as far as everyone goes there because everyone, almost everyone's gear 11 or gear 12, except for uh, Chupio. Mon Mothma's oh, even yeah. gear 11. She just needs stars. Chupio is the worst off for the wear there. Yeah. And then, of course, JK, JKL, who's not even unlocked. So. Right. Cool. Nope. Not, not Sounds too like you're shabby. Good progress then. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I finished Kylo Ren's ultimate, so now I can farm whatever I want. I don't have to look for dark side anything. That's a huge relief. Yeah. Uh, so that's been fun figuring out how to use that after playing with him for a month without it. I'm like, holy smokes, it's a completely different ball game now. Now I actually want to use all these special abilities that I was questioning using before for other things. Yeah. So. Yep. Very cool. Not too bad. And then, of course, uh, buying mods and leveling them and selling them and keeping on that mod uh, upgrading track. So I've got some good ones this week. I didn't get anything 20 speed this week, but I did get a few uh, between 14 and 19 speed. So right, they're moving along. I mean, I'm getting it back. I had a decent amount of speed mods that were above 10 but now i'm moving bet more into a better territory of speed mods above 15 so they're that's nice cool we're that, we are definitely about to be talking about speed mods whether or not that'll matter soon yeah we'll see. but yeah cool i like it right. well do you want to go ahead and talk about these changes to mods uh sure or do you want to do, do the do other thing first that's up to you i'll talk i'll lead the other thing and then you lead the mods how's that perfect so this is All what right. we're gonna do hey boys do you have any tips for us less experienced players so uh i got a very big big tip here i'm sure you do very big tip <laughs> Oh yeah, big tips with the uh, the the new update. Oh, oh God, yeah, I'm excited! I had to heard Kool Aid Man I'm in excited. your voice there. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like running through walls on this. I say we need to you uh, we need a video. You um, running through a wall. You work on houses, right? You got to tear down walls sometimes. Make sure the next time you're tearing one down, you take a video of yourself running through it. That's actually not a not a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get to do that very often. But did, did I tell you about the absolutely disgusting house that we're doing? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to okay. hear it. So we need to do we need to do a Patreon episode. I may save this story for the Patreon episode because it's pretty gross. So if you want to hear literally the most disgusting house that you have ever heard of in your entire life. <laughs> patreon.com slash shattered order um join up there and that'll be on the next q a um i will tell that story but um Excited we may need to do that next week we need to do a patreon q a we do, do need one week? and so uh that would be perfect all right let's do that um that'll right. be a long night gac podcast <laughs> patreon q a yeah yeah Go we'll deep to... into the the bowels of the nighttime yeah 
yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and let you guys know what all's going on. We'll, we may have to cut something or shorten. A, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll cover a lot next week. It'll be fun. Um, all right. So, um, they released a post yesterday, I believe, on Thursday regarding all you fine people can see it on your screen. Perfect. Uh, and this happening next week. So they said mods are getting a boost with the introduction of tiers 6D through 6A. Improve your best mods even further with these additional tiers of power and feel like you can take on the whole empire yourself. Now, basically what they did is they are changing the little color inside the thing. So it's still going to progress from white to green to blue it to was purple to gold. 6E was red, yellow before, right? Or was it white? Um, yeah, it's white. I'm pretty. I sure. didn't realize it would always been white. That makes sense. Because uh, thinking ahead, pretty certain they have not changed that in game. Yeah, that's what's always looked like. It's always been white. Um, so uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and read this next section because this is actually pretty pretty huge and it's not a whole lot here. Um, so much like six E, sixty to six A mods can't be directly earned as a reward. Instead, you'll have to use the new Mark II slicing materials to upgrade your 6E mods. Just like the previous tiers, each time you upgrade your mods, it will provide an extra roll on one of the secondary stats, but individual secondary stats still cannot roll more than five times. This womp, means womp. the maximum amount of speed a mod can have will continue to be capped at what it is now and allow other secondary stats to be more valuable. Primary stats receive a boost when upgrading from 5A to 6E, but the primary stat won't increase as you continue from 6E to 6A. Um, there are four types of material. We will have to get some, think up some names. The one deal looks like a coffin. The other looks like a freaking broken starfish or something, but uh, we'll <laughs> talk about those in a second. Uh, so these Mark II slicing materials are needed to upgrade your 6E mods and can be earned from Galactic Challenges starting next week. You will earn slicing materials from completing certain tiers and feats. The upcoming Galactic Challenge will reward Mark II slicing materials for completing tiers 4 through 7 and from several feats. Can I say something non-mod related real quick? Yes. If the exhibition is finished for Galactic Challenges, where is the post for that? Are we not going to get an update at the end of exhibition I, I think, about Galactic Challenges? Honestly? No, I, I think we will next week. I, I sure hope so, probably... because they made the reward changes and didn't say anything they're, about it. They're adding mods to it, and they barely mention, well, here's one way you can get them. But we still don't have an actual post that explains... They're not what the road ahead, but like and, the main thing yeah. about, oh, here's what we learned about Galactic Challenges. This is what we're doing. This is what you'll see going forward. Blah, 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 blah. That's a know. random rant. Why are you so I angry? Get, because if I, you're going to introduce a content game mode after waiting nine months, you, you should explain and time. make it more uh, prominent than yeah. you are with communication. It is weird that we haven't seen any anything about that. I think we will at some point. Uh, I, I would assume next week, whenever they change this stuff, there will be another. You know, there will be an announcement about it. Um, I think that I think the main reason that I'm angry is because the, because the communication in this game 
still to me is very, very bad. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Here's everything you need to know about Galactic Legends before we release their kits. And we'll release it all through a podcast where we release all information. We never put it on our own forums. No offense to Galactic War Report. Happy for them. But my main point here is you don't communicate any other way when new information comes out than through their podcast. It makes no freaking sense. And it doesn't end up on the forums afterwards. It winds up on Reddit, which is what we'll cover when we get to that section, because that's the only way anyone ever gets information from this game. That's my point. Yes, we all, we all agree their communication's terrible. So let's talk about once. Um, <laughs> get, are you okay there? Pop, qu- pop quiz, hotshot. What's the max speed a mod can have? The max speed that a mod can have is 32. Is it 32? It is. So when you go uh, from... It adds two when you go to 60? I thought it only added no, one. It does. Okay. That was but, that was the trap question, but you did remember. Good job. Well, no, no, no. You you said max speed. You did not say max secondary speed. Oh, sorry. Max secondary speed. Beat me max at my own second- game. <laughs> max secondary speed is 31. Max speed is 32 on a primary. Um, so, so, I, that, so what was in my head was still right, but I did not what explain was in your my head, question. But not, Yes, not what you verbaged out. Verbaged. Um, Yes, the verbiage was not You need to work on your verbaging. Um, So here's the deal with these mods. So in in one of these little pictures they show, so it's going to take 10 of these, uh, you know, first level slicing materials to take a mod from 6E to 6D. And one, one thing that's really cool, like I mentioned in the post, the maximum number of procs you can have on a secondary stat is going to be five. So once you hit five, it's cut off. And the really interesting thing is that means that all your other secondary stats have a larger chance. So rather than 25% chance, it bumps to a 33 and a third percent chance of those stats hitting. Now, I'm, I want to go ahead and cover this. I should have sent this to you, but I didn't. So I will kind of run over it and I can post it in our Discord if people would like to see this little chart that I made. But um, if you look, I, I know people are going to be looking at their mods where speed did proc all five times and going to be kind of looking at those and wanting to fix those up to some degree. So, uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about something kind of interesting uh, regarding mods. So looking at 5e to 5a, um, just regular slicing mods now, a secondary stat has a 31.5% chance of not hitting at all on any of those slices, all the way from white to gold or just getting a gold mod and maxing it out. Um it has a 31.5% chance of not hitting, and therefore it has a 68.5% chance of it hitting at least one time. Now, you have a 0.39% chance of the same stat hitting every single time. So you're probably not going to have a whole lot of mods in which um, you know, you're know you in a situation where this is helpful, but I still kind of wanted to cover it. Um, because once... Uh, 
once you have a stat that's hit five times and you keep slicing it, then you get to a spot where getting at least one proc on a uh, on another secondary stat is 80% chance. So if you have a mod that has max speed and then it's got like some secondary offense, there's a pretty good chance it's going to hit at least once, you know. Um, there's less than a 20% chance of it not hitting at all. So the... Uh, I guess I should say the the effects that this is going to have on the mods that the uh, that you're going to slice is kind of interesting because people focus so heavily on speed, and so you probably have a lot of mods with really good speed. Now, mods that haven't hit five times on speed, this is going to give you what, four more opportunities to increase that speed secondary, which is pretty nice. But this also means that other secondary stats are going to hit more also. And that means the other secondary stats matter way more. Like, I, I think this is something we've done a pretty good job at talking about on this podcast. And that is the fact that you want to focus on mods that do have multiple good secondaries. Especially percentage secondaries uh, when we're talking about relic characters. Uh, because they make considerable difference. Flat secondaries are kind of not not that great. Um, there are a couple that are okay, but offense, eh. Crit chance is pretty good. Defense is pretty good. Um, health and protection, eh. They can, they can be okay, but for the most part, you want to stick to those percent uh, stat secondaries. Um. What, what what have you thought about as far as how this is going to affect your uh, modding strategy? Um, I feel pretty good about keeping a lot of mods that have like maybe a five speed at one on it with that have hit like three on another and two on another that are also yeah. good stats because of the fact that there's a very good chance now that if you take those mods up that are just sitting on no one right now, that they'll end up being really good mods because if you hit on the one that's already hit a bunch, that stat's going to be outstanding. But then on top of that, then you also have a very good chance of hitting some of the other either speed or the other good yep. stat that you have. And in the end, you'll still have a little bit of speed on there at least. And sometimes, and those stats that's, those good stats that you are actually hitting the percentages or the flat numbers you're going to get from those just from hitting them that many times will make I'm guessing taking a little bit of speed off for that sacrificing for that is going to actually end up being yeah. okay because if you can't kill something even if it's slow because it has a very large health pool, health and protection pool defense and protection pool defense and protection health pool you know and the okay speeds on it you know those things can eventually even themselves out yeah. whether or not that's going to work in a fast arena battle that way there's a lot of uh different modes and ways that these things can all even out over the over long periods of time and uh, we'll just see how it goes for if it works good for short and long battles or certain mods will work good for short battles and bad for long ones and vice versa. But 
very similar to now, but I think that you're going to focus a lot more on seeing what trying to get at least two good secondaries on a mod instead of just okay, this one has absolutely speed and hope it has 100%. something else. I I love percent offense secondaries. Um, those are some of my favorites, but I I want to because this will be out before we podcast next. So I kind of wanted to just kind of mention a couple things that I am certainly going to be focusing on. And that is going to be sorting my mods by speed. I'm like something I'm going to do is I'm going to filter by Mark six. I'm going to sort by speed. I'm going to start looking at my mods and I'll talk about speed arrows in a second because they're kind of in different categories. So I'm going to talk about mods with secondary speed first. Um, and I'm going to just start going down through my list and I'm going to be looking at the number of times that the stat has procced. And what I want to do is go through and find some mods that have a high average as far as the increase. So essentially if you take the, so if you have a, a mod that has plus 16 speed and it's proc three times, that is going to be a pretty high priority mod because it, on average, it's averaging over five speed per proc. Now, if it's 16 speed and it's proc four times, you're averaging four speed per proc. So it means you only have one more chance to make it increase more. So those mods that have an average of Five speed per proc or higher, I think should be very high priority, especially if they have other good secondary stats like percent offense, percent defense, percent health. That is where I'm primarily going to be focusing, um, you know, initially on slicing some of these mods. So I got a mod on the screen for an example. It doesn't have the best secondary stance, but it does have some decent ones. But I think it's a good example of what you were just saying. Okay. Um, you can't see it unless you're looking at the stream. But it is a, a diamond, so it's 20% defense. It has three procs on speed. It's at plus 18. It's got two procs on crit chance, two on defense, and none on potency. Okay, Crit chance percentage, potency percentage, and then... That I am liking. That sounds like a pretty good mod. Um, and de uh, flat defense secondary is actually one of the secondary stats that I do think is quite good. Um, especially on these characters that, like, non-tanks, it is really good. Um, that is a secondary stat that I like. It also gets a pretty significant boost whenever it goes 60, so... I think that is a good option. Um... And, you know, the the other thing that I've talked about a lot is, you know, matching primaries and secondaries and set bonuses. So, like, if you're talking about health sets that are, you know, like a health primary that have some speed with maybe some offense or something like that or defense percent secondaries, I think you're going to want to focus on those type of mods. And the thing that I have found... By going through all my roster, is most of the type of mods that is going to be most beneficial to slice up are actually on like my B and C level squads. Like I have very few of those mods on my arena team. Uh, I have a couple, like Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. He has a couple. Uh, my Sith Trooper has a couple, but other than that, eh, I mean they're okay. But 
Um, a lot of those mods that are just borderline being pretty good. They're, they have a lot of potential to become those elite mods with amazing secondary stats, but they're on my B-level squads just because, you know, they the speed did only hit three times or the offense is only 3% when it could be 4 or 5%. So here's another example for you. I got a mod and it fits perfectly with your B-squad thing. This one's on my Asajj, but three hits, 17 speed, two hits, 5.8% defense. Two hits, 3.98% crit chance, and 2.09% tenacity with no hits. That's a pretty nice mod. And who's that's on 3PO? That's a pretty good mod. That's on Asajj. Oh, that's on Asajj. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a... I like it. Another nice candidate there. I got a few of them now that I'm looking after you said so, that. So, I want to share with you guys the very first mod that I will be slicing up. Um, you're not going to be able to see it on screen because I'm not connected. But this is a legacy mod that I I kind of feel bad about bragging about it, but I'm going to. Um, so when the game first started, you could actually have the same primary and secondary stats. And I have a couple mods like that. And one of the mods that I have is... Um, it, I literally just now sliced it to 6 dot because it was 5. Um, but it's... A square offense primary with 2.02% offense secondary, 10 speed, uh, 2% crit chance, and 5.5% tenacity. So that's like a perfect mod for Han. That 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 just screams Han. So that's a mod I'm gonna want to slice up because there's a pretty good chance that that percent percent offense is gonna increase, that speed's gonna increase. Or the crit chance is going to increase. Like, that is a absolute killer mod for for what I want. And um, so that is going to be the very first mod that I work on slicing because it does have god mod potential. Um, and not to mention offense percent secondary and primary on the same mod. Uh, yeah, please. Um, not, <laughs> not, not to brag, but I, I love that mod. Um I am, uh, I've kind of been looking and I have quite a few mods that I, that I know I am going to have as pretty high priority. Um, and a lot of these are health and offense primaries. Um, there is one thing that is still not clear about the way that this slicing process is going to work. And that is how much is it going to increase? Um, it, oh God, this, this mod's nasty. And it's making me think of what you're talking about here. But it's on my Wampa. 15 speed with three hits. 4.8% offense with three hits. Ooh, that's pretty good. And it has offense as another secondary. Flat offense. Oh, and hell yeah. That is an awesome mod. <laughs> Like that, that is the perfect mod. That is something you absolutely want to slice up. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I'm curious to see what the stat increases are going to be. I am assuming that 
they will increase at the rate that they did after the multiplier from going from 6e to or sorry from 5a to 6e so basically your offense will essentially be tripled from what it used to be so it used to be able to start at what like half a percent um but now it can hit at one and a half percent so if you have offense hit it'll probably hit somewhere between one and one and a half percent um that's what i assume this is going to be like um with speed being somewhere between three and six i i would not think that there would be a seven increase on speed but there could be um i find that unlikely due to the fact that that would kind of increase the it would increase the speed secondary cap and it would actually make mods that you gold mods where speed is not hit it would actually make those kind of more valuable because you would actually be able to get higher speeds if that were the case the main reason i don't think that they would change that and add another option for speed increase on there is just because of the fact that that five cap on stats i feel like that's only for only put on there because of speed yeah I don't I think agree. if speed was a stat that was on mods, you would have a cap on what could hit, how many could hit on one yep, stat. Yep, I agree with you 100%. That is... So I don't see them increasing the secondary speed cap just for that reason, because I don't think they want you to be able to get any higher than you can right now. Yep. I uh, 100% agree. So uh, make sure you guys kind of go through, find some mods with multiple really good secondaries. Uh, and like I said, you know, find that average, um, you know, look, look for mods that are, you know, have that average secondary speed over five. Um, oh, here's a good mod on Anakin. Um, speed is hit twice. It's at 11. And then offense is hit three times and it's at 4.4. Um, and that has percent defense secondary. So all those stats are really good on Anakin. And that is a that is another great mod that I'm going to be thinking about slicing. Um, man, I, I am so excited about this mode. Uh, and I'm also curious to see what's the number that we're going to get from this. Uh, you know, how many slicing materials are we going to get? It looks like to go from 6E to 6D is going to be 10 pieces of that first one. I assume... The next tier will take two of the first two, and then the next tier will take the middle two, and then the final upgrade will be the final two, some sort of combination like that, similar to what we see with the current modding system. Yeah, it kind of increases as you go, so it'll be interesting to see what's these microprocessors and variable resistors end up being for the higher points um it'll here's the other thing right well along that goes along with the galactic challenge thing is the only the only place that's listed so far for the slicing materials is galactic challenge tiers and feats. yes do you i'm still holding out hope for a galactic challenge store which i would feel like these would drop agreed And then you had another, I've seen a few people actually in our Discord this week have another idea of some place that these would drop. And it makes perfect sense because of the fact that the rewards currently for it are a copy pasta from another 
tier of this event. So what is the, the assault battles tier three, uh, tier three and tier two have the exact same rewards and it would make a hell of a lot of sense that they would put these there at some point as well. That was actually my original prediction whenever they came out with tier three, that that's where the next mod slicing material was going to be. But, um, pride, there's literally no reason right now to do tier three beyond pride and accomplishment and, and, yeah. you know, the slicing material, but that's the old slicing material. The hard, one of the hardest things in the game, something that took you an hour and a half to uh, do with Supreme Leader Kylo on auto. Well, that gives you... Is rewarding you the same thing you got in the tier before. Yes. Yeah. So... But, I mean, that stuff is pretty valuable. I mean, relic material is is pretty nice at this point. We're always short on it, so... Yeah, there's... But the... The amount you get for the time you have to spend doing that hardest content yeah not worth it to me that's fair time is money and uh my time is very valuable especially for an assault battle with double that that's noticeably harder than the tier before it and you're getting the same thing as you got for the tier before i don't so i agree i think that adding these to the third tier of the assault battle makes a lot of sense yep agreed um yep 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 so uh yeah um i'm not sure how much i'm gonna focus on mods that are already super fast like i I was actually kind of looking at my imperial troopers and my stark is already stupid fast um my colonel stark is 334 speed so he always goes first um but some of his mods actually aren't bad options for me to slice up is what's kind of crazy. Um, he's got a mod that's procced four times. It's got 23 secondary speed. And then the other stats on are flat defense, flat offense, and then crit chance, which isn't bad on him either. I just I don't love the rest of those secondaries. And I'm not sure slicing it like a mod like that where you do have a nice high average of speed per proc. I don't really see it being that valuable to kind of keep slicing it up just because those other stats do kind of suck. Um, and there's, I mean, I guess there is a, uh, you know, there's a 68% chance that I am going to get that final speed proc. If I take it all the way to six a, um, I'm just not sure that that maybe five more speed is really worth all that slicing material. Um, I know some people would argue that it would be, but I'm just not convinced. So, yeah. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention was speed arrows. And speed arrows, I kind of put in its own category due to the fact that um, speed is not really a question. And it comes entirely down to secondary uh, stats on how much you're going to focus on. Um, the, the biggest things I'm going to focus on personally are going to be percent offense and then percent health and percent protection. Um, just because I do know I have some of those mods that are quite good. Um, and this is again, one of those instances where you want to look at the average, the average that you're getting on each hit and look at the, the stats that, um, you know, uh, stacking 
stat bonus uh, with your secondary stats. So, um, you know, look at your crit damage and offense primaries and see what secondary stats you have. So, like, an offense or a crit damage speed arrow with secondary offense percent, that should be a very high priority mod. If you're going to be slicing up these these speed arrows, um, that, I think, is an excellent, excellent option. I just had a thought on... Uh on what we're talking about, which mods we think probably are the best ones to go for with these new uh, mod slicing materials. If ever there was a time to add a mod swap button, this is going to be it. Because oh, I feel like yeah. we're going to do a lot of uh, yep. gearing up mods that maybe weren't fantastic at the top of where they are now, but could be as you move them up for you're to take off of the B teams. Like we saw some really good mods on our B teams and we want to put them on our better teams and move those mods onto the other guy. Being able to just hit it and swap the mods back and forth. Oh yeah. Would be fantastic for this. No kidding. Because it's going to get real tedious, uh, slicing up these mods to throw them on a new character, then have to go back and find the old mod to put onto the, the character you stole that mod from. Yep. No doubt. Not that it's going to be the end of the world, but it would be a really cool feature to be able to click on a mod on a character and just hit swap and say, all right, put this one back over there and we'll take his from here. That'd be really awesome. I totally agree with just you. A, just um, a random thought there. Uh, how how much are what kind of mods are you going to be focused on? Do you think are are you going to be worrying more about speed arrows or speed secondary mods? I think my biggest uh, my biggest focus will probably be mods that have speed. Okay, twofold. First will be the one that you talked about, where you're like, okay. This has hit like three times with moderately good mm -hmm. uh, rolls to it. And I think that's a good place to focus. Another one is going to be my mods that I've rolled for uh, four or five. Can you do five yet? You can't do yes. five on a secondary? Yeah, 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 yeah you can. Yeah. Duh, that's what gets you the... Okay. Anyways, going off that point, any mod that I have hit five times on a good stat, like let's say... Crit chance or tenacity or Ooh, protection percentage like or those things that I've hit five times on yep. that maybe have a second, some good, decent secondaries behind them, which may include speed. Those will be some focuses for me because if I can hit speed once more and take it from five to 10 or five to 11 or even nine, and then also maybe hit if I only get one or two procs on that and get some more on the other good secondaries that weren't. Besides that four or five hit, yeah, I think those are going to be really good mods to go after too because I have a lot totally that are agree. are sitting at five speed because I bought them because they had five speed. And guess what? Speed didn't hit once, yeah. but this other thing hit four times or this other thing hit five times. I have some tenacity mods that have hit five times with a speed five speed secondary. So I'm looking at those mods like, okay, what are the other secondaries to go along with that? high tenacity and are they good secondaries along with that speed so that if I don't hit speed, but I hit that other one, I'm going to be happy with that. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's the next thing. Anything point. that has 
anything that has good a good stat that's rolled a bunch of times, if it has a speed of secondary on it, that's not a three, <laughs> then you're probably in a good space. So one other thing that's kind of interesting is this finally gives you great incentive to slice protection primary mods. Because before there was not much incentive due to the poor returns, but now it's a little bit better because you can keep increasing those secondary stats. And I have sliced one protection primary mod. That is it. And it is on Grandmaster Yoda. The percent offense procced five times on it. It is 5.9% secondary offense. But it also has four speed as a secondary and one and a half percent health with flat defense. That is a mod that it doesn't matter yeah. what the other secondary stat is that hits. It's really good. But it's if, going to be helpful. If I get a couple hits on that speed and that thing gets to like 15, like say if you if that mod ends up with 15 speed and 5.9 percent secondary offense, that is amazing. That is I mean, that's an insanely good mod. Um, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to be trying to find, you know, some mods like that. Um, so, I th- okay. Let me give you an example. Okay. Another, my Wampa, I love his mods, but this is Wampa's arrow. It's a crit damage primary, 32 speed. These are the secondaries health, health percentage, offense percentage. And tenacity. Oh, that's a perfect Wampa mod. Everybody knows that Wampa loves tenacity. Yeah. Well, tenacity has hit four times. Oh, and yeah. health percentage is the other hit. Yeah, there's. So no matter no what I do with that wrong. mod, it's going to be good. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I like that example. Yeah, Wampa. I love my Wampa mods. I can see why. I can certainly see why. <laughs> Um, I mean, I already used an example earlier. We got this one. I don't know. I might be crappy at all the other characters. Wampa's going to get his. Yep. Um, uh, another secondary stat I'm going to be looking at heavily is uh, percent health. And I think this is kind of where General Grievous, some of his mods may get re-looked at because... Oh, yeah. For example, For sure. the diamond on him, it's got uh, 6.5% health and 4 speed. So that's a mod that, you know, could end up being way better if, you know, that health hits again. That's crazy good for Grievous. Or if that speed hits, like, that's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, I'm. I, I think for the most part, I'm just going to be sorting, like, I'm going to go to the filter. I'm going to select a secondary stat like offense percent, protection percent, health percent. And then I'm also going to go sort by that same stat. And that's, of course, going to pull up, um, you know, your options there that are going to be really good. And then see what you can make out of them. Um, well, no doubt, because if I'm looking at them, right, I'm seeing all these. I'm, I started by health percentage, right? And I'm kind of looking at these mods like. This one hit four times. This one hit four times. And then I suddenly see a mod that's on fives that hit. It's my fourth best health percentage secondary mod. And it's only hit three times and it's at 5.2%. Ooh, nice. And it also has plus six speed that's never hit. 
It has 4.22% tenacity with only one hit. Like, that's a great way to look at these mods to find good ones because if you look for the ones that have the highest numbers that you have for that and then find good secondaries, this is looking like a very, not easy, or maybe easy. Uh, we're, we're able to look on this podcast live talking about it and find some very easy to decide mods to move up. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that we're finding some that are this easy to decide on. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got a list of at least 10 that I'm easily going to be focusing on and almost none of them are on my arena team. I think, like I said, I think <laughs> Sith Trooper and Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, they each have one, but like those characters are already so good. Like, do I really need to make them better? Um, you know, I'm not mm. sure that the returns are going to be there on some of these mods. Um, actually, well, here's, here's another one. Crit damage primaries with secondary percent offense. So Supreme Leader Kylo, he has a 24 speed crit damage triangle that hit five times. So none of the other stats hit. So he's got uh, 2.6% protection, 0.93% offense, and then 42 flat offense. So if I start slicing that up, I'm definitely going to be increasing his damage output. There's almost no way I don't. So, you know, something like that might might end up pretty high on the uh, priority list. Makes total sense to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am super excited about this change. Um, I, I may do a stream next week whenever I get some of this stuff and kind of go through and show you guys my roster and kind of what I'm Did I tell at. you about my Wampa Triangle? You did not. <laughs> Crit damage, uh, health primary. Uh, so 42% crit damage. No hits on speed, plus six. Three hits on offense, 3.24%. One hit on health, 2.72%. Oh, yeah. And his the fourth stat has been hit twice and is plus 74 flat offense. Yeah, hell yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> it's looking That's to me a lot like... work on. They may not end up on Wampa, but all Wampa's mods are good candidates. Yep. No doubt about it. Kind of weird how that winds up. For sure. What is it, what is with this guy in Wampa? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's almost like he wa he likes the Wampa. Yeah. No. I can't blame you. The Wampa is pretty awesome, I have to admit. Um I'm just going to do this from every podcast for every podcast from now on. Yeah. You haven't even looked, so you don't know what I'm doing. Nope. I like it. You're not even still not looking. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I've got a... What are you doing? <laughs> You've said three times, yep, sounds good. You can't see me petting Wampa. Oh, creep. <laughs> you, you, you're, every time you said yep, and I'm like, he hasn't looked, so I don't know what he's yepping. Uh, I was distracted. It's my Dr. Evil. I'm sitting in a chair, stroking my wampa. I think it's time to move on <laughs> to a new topic after that, after that comment. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to this then. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. All right. 
right. All right. So as I previously stated already, there was a interview with the devs on the Galactic War Report podcast this week. Uh, I'm going to go real quick to the forums because I don't remember the name of the person they interviewed. Um, Ant Miller? C.G. Miller? Was that it? Yeah, C.G. Miller. Yeah, that sounds So they right. interviewed C.G. Miller on the Galactic War Report podcast this week about the new Galactic Legends. So, as I said, you've been able to listen to their podcast this week already, so you'll have some more insight to what I say. I want to. I have not had time yet, uh, but I want to thank Baro Dakai, B-A-R-O-D-A-K-E-I on Reddit. He put a nice, uh, really nice, um, written, basic summary of what was on the podcast on Reddit for everyone that couldn't uh, get to listen to it before wanting to find the information. So shout out to him. Uh, appreciate you doing that. Um, but I kind of wanted to go over some of the things that are on here and talk about them a bit because this is the only chance we're going to get if they're coming out this week. So next week we'll be talking about their kits and what we think of them. Um, so we'll just go right into it. All right. So general, he, he put them into topics, right? So he had the general requirements Galactic Legend events, and then uh, some of the things about the the characters. So we'll start with the general. Ultimate on the both the Galactic Legends is a transformation into a new quote unquote mold mold mode rather than an attack. What it sounds to me is that the ultimate is kind of like what CLS has, what uh, Kai Adamundi has only maybe something more permanent that just puts them into a different version of themselves that's stronger? Does that does that translate to you? Or do you think it turns them into a different version of themselves for amount of turns, kind of like the current GLs do, and then they go back to their old version it, of themselves? It, to me, it sounds like a permanent state. Um, like, they no. they don't resort back, but it's, it's done a little bit differently. Um... I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I like the idea of them changing the way ultimates work. You know, from it being an attack or a mode kind of uh, to being more of a like just a complete transition that is kind of permanent. That sounds mm-hmm. pretty cool, but I'm not sure how that'll actually translate to something like um, assault battles or yeah, exactly. That's whatever. my main thing. Like. I guess if it were to translate to assault battles or maybe see that's what that's what throws it off because assault battle tiers are a little shorter than territory battle. Maybe not in the higher tiers, so maybe it's about the same. I would think that if they entered a new mode, they drop back to their old one at the start of the next tier. That's about the only way you could do it, right? Kind of like how yeah. siphon stacks disappear going into the next. Uh, Right. Tier. Similar type so. thing. All right. Uh, next up, developers wanted to move on to the next two important characters after Ray and Kylo, two opposing characters. Okay, I kind of get that. I just, I, I think the main thing is they wanted to get their last iteration of Luke out there. Yeah. Because to me, you just did the new trilogy. A better version would have been uh, a new Maul and a fallen anakin something going the opposite direction for people fans of those 
areas of the game of the fandom, but it leaves it open for them to do that next. But interesting right. that they went straight on in uh, the new trilogy. But I think I, I'm pretty sure the only reason that for that is because they wanted to get the last version of Luke out there. Yes. Uh, developers Whatever. wanted to make them both powerful to reflect their states in the final film and wanted to reflect the transformations both characters went through during the film or films, I'm guessing, because they're... there was also a video released on Galactic War Reports YouTube that had a preview video of this event. And mm-hmm. you can see, uh, no, I don't remember if there were prequel parts in the event but there are definitely original trilogy parts to the event so they're covering a lot of time for these two characters it's really about the whole saga transformation of these characters because well Sidious obviously covers pretty much the entire Star Wars universe uh, but Luke obviously came at the New Hope and well Luke came at the end of a Revenge of the Sith, but you know what I'm saying. So, right. Um, let's see. Both characters have kits to reflect each other and play off each other, so they are effective counters to one another. That's interesting to hear because that's not something that they said with the Ray and Kylo when they were coming out. Right. So it's interesting that they want these two to counter each other. Yeah. Um, I I actually found the more interesting thing is the next part, the fact that they worked with the Ray and Kylo kids when developing uh, these two characters to allow the new Galactic Legends to have counters kind of between all four of them. So it's kind of a rock, paper, scissor, lizard, Spock type thing. And um, I really, really love that idea that there will be kind of a mix and you can kind of use whichever one you want to, um, you know, especially for like new players, because Jedi Master Luke's going to be the most difficult to get. But Seep is kind of on the easier side. He's probably the easiest Galactic Legend to get. So the fact that there is a that's what's really throwing me off about the next comment. Uh, the see, not not me. Go go ahead and. The next time is all four Galactic Legends will be similar power level. I'm going to skip ahead real quick to the requirements section and and just say to give some, uh, you know, reason to what I just, just said. Well, I want to be clear about something, though. Power level is generally based on number of abilities and things like that. Power level is the number that it is in game. So you think what they were talking about power level, they were talking about the number and not how powerful they are in the game. I don't uh, think they were going for literal with power level. I think they were going, Hey, all these characters are about the same strength. I think it's both to some degree. Um, I hope you're right because that would make more sense to what I'm about to say. Because if you look at the numbers here, 45, seven star characters are required to unlock Jedi master Luke 45. Okay. To unlock Sith Eternal Emperor is 19. And then think of the ones that are involved in that 45 for Jedi Jedi Master Luke. Yeah. Um, There's a lot. But the, and this is the other part that makes me think that he should be stronger is the fact that Jedi Luke needed this because they're finishing his story with his final form. 
this is the final Luke you're getting. And I got to assume that he's going to be, I don't want him to be so overpowered that nothing can counter him. But I feel like he should have a clear advantage over the other three, especially with the requirement. 45 seven-star characters is out of control. Yeah, I... I just... Chicken Bottom makes a good point, too. Most of the characters are also very good characters, so there is that as well. Yeah, it's... I, I mean, You to me, are that's getting the more return while getting the character than you would for some of the others. So Because if you just go after Seep, you're going to have 19 characters, most of whom who suck. And so it's going to kind of overinflate your roster. You may have a, you may be able to get a galactic legend early, but you're going to have a lot of not so great characters. Whereas if you're going after Jedi master Luke, I mean, there's like four teams in his requirements that are all freaking fantastic. So, um, and starts to other teams. Cause you're not going to have a full Mon Mothma rebel fighter squad, but you're going to have a very good start to it. Yeah. So there's a lot of good things going on with there. Yep. Um, Developers conscious of which teams the Galactic Legend is worth with and which characters are good under them so people don't pull core characters away from other squads. That is good to know, to think that, excuse me, they've thought out the best squad for these GLs to try to not rip apart other good squads. Which kind of makes me wonder who are going with these characters. Maybe it's finally going to give Ayla a home. <laughs> That would be interesting. That would be amazing. She needs a she needs a good home. Um, Maybe I can finally gear my gear eleven. Uh, Eve hey, Koth. Qui Gon's <laughs> Qui Gon's another one who's kind of really. Qui Gon's kind of like fall Qui Gon. Yes. No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, um. But same I, I ticket do. system. I, oh, sorry. I tried to move on. You have. Go well, I was just going to say, like the power level thing, I think they'll pretty much be the same power level number, which I think is totally worthless. But uh, like we we're talking about, I I could see where they'd all be kind of sim- similarly uh, useful. Um, I don't have an issue. I mean, I'm going after Je- Jedi Master Luke, and I, I don't have an issue with the way that they're doing this. I mean, I think it's, I think it's fine. Um, I actually you don't, like- <laughs> because you are way ahead of... Most people, you're in a good spot for it. Well, I have no, a feeling that true, it, would, it would be a different situation for you if you weren't where you are right now. Now, I don't think... Th- I know you, so I don't think that you would be like super salty or anything. I just feel like it's very easy to say that when all your only requirements you have left are characters that you just need stars on. Right. So, the the uh, I think that the... I don't know the word. Your... Where you're looking at it from is is different than a lot of people. Well, that's that's true, but I feel like I'm. I mean, even if that weren't the case, like I wouldn't really care. Like I, I'm glad that there's, like, if they're putting these heavy requirements on one, that the other has fairly easy requirements. I, I, I think that's a. I think that's a good thing. That's good for the state of the game. It's, you know, it'll allow people to, you know choose different paths and um you know no no new player better pick this path they're going to set themselves back forever if you're going for a gl and as a new player my uh, advice is to go for uh sith eternal empire i said newer players no i'm saying new players if you're like coming to this game and you see it 
You're like, yeah, do not go for Jedi, should... Ma- Jedi Master Luke. No, that God, is not no. built for you. That is a four year plan, and you are going. Yeah, you're going to be waiting a long time. And honestly, yep. I it, I really wonder if a new player that started today, if they will ever get Jedi Master Luke, or if this game would be gone before they earned it. Interesting question. <laughs> If a player started literally today, would they get Jedi, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker before the game ended? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hell of a Without spending like, um, like you know, a mortgage or a house. Right. Yeah. The cost sure. of a house. Yeah. Yep. Um. um so it, this is kind of imp- this is something that I am kind of surprised at, and I kind of wonder if you get double. Or if the tickets are the same between Kylo and Sith Eternal Emperor, but tickets, uh, tickets, where is it? Same ticket system as previous GLs earned through light and dark nodes. Okay, that's assuming you have both, you have them done, and you're working on another one. But let's say that you are now you now have unlocked two GLs, but you don't have their ultimates. Are the tickets the same for both the dark side characters and the tickets the same for the light side? And then at that point, you got to pick which one you're giving the tickets to. Or are they... Because this is exactly why I thought the tickets for the new GLs would be Cantina and Fleets. Because no, I, of the fact that now you have four competing for the same resource. Or you have two competing for the same resource on yeah. light and dark side. Well, I mean... You'll and if have, they're different tickets, are you earning double tickets, one for each of the ones you're going for at the time? I, I'm very, very confused. I mean, if you're going for Luke, you'll have to farm light side. If you're going, okay, for, let me explain see, it better for you. You're, after you're going for Sith Eternal Palpatine, and you've already unlocked Kylo. You unlock Palpatine at the same time you have Kylo. Kylo, who doesn't have an ultimate. So now you're using the same tickets for Palpatine and Kylo. Are they different types of tickets? Are you earning double for doing Dark Side? Or are you using the same ticket to try to unlock between both? It's going to be the same type of ticket. Uh, I mean, it's going to be like ultimate mats. Um, You can only get them at certain times when you're actually farming the Galactic Legend, but you can then kind of spend it on any Galactic Legend that you really want. Um I think that's kind of the way it'll be. Joker has a very good point in the chat based off this conversation. And I would do it, honestly. If you're going for Palpatine and you have Kylo without the ultimate right now, well, I mean, you get, there is a, okay, that won't work because there's a ticket cap. Yeah. If there was no ticket cap, that would work perfect. I was going to say, start banking tickets so that you're ready when you unlock Palp- to unlock Palpatine. But yeah, that's true. The ticket cap is there, which also might be a hint as to why or them actually using the same tickets and something they thought about earlier. Interesting. Because you could see if you if you didn't want to unlock the ultimate, knowing you were going for another dark side with tickets, you could sit and farm tickets forever. That might be why there's a ticket cap. Yeah. All cool. right. Anyways, dual system confirmed, but not returning. Dual system confirmed to not be returning. No more rock, pepper, scissors. Not that it matters because it was a gimme. At least for Kylo, it was. Middle left. Sorry. Middle left 
right, left, middle, left, right, left, over and over until you win. Like, a guaranteed win. It was easy, but it was not fun or engaging. It might no. have been fun and engaging for the pe- first people that figured it out, but after it that, was it was terrible. kind of pointless. And yeah. I think I remember when it came out, people were still thinking it was stupid. So it's not coming back. Uh, another change. You can now use the uh, Galactic Legend Ultimates during the unlock of Ultimates so that you get a good handle on what the Ultimate does before you unlock it. Like for me, unlocking Kylo Ren's Ultimate oh, yeah. this week, I'm like, all right, well, let's take this for a test drive because I have no idea what it does. And so now you'll know before you unlock the Ultimate what it does because you'll be able to play with it in the event before you unlock and- it. That that makes sense based on the way they're talking because it's like they mentioned it's not really like an ability it's not something that you use one time it's something that entirely changes like it's a it, right I, I actually think they mentioned this in their view it's kind of more similar to like bounty hunter payouts um and that you reach this threshold and then the game changes for that character like you may have a new ability or like something's completely different so gotcha gotcha last last uh one here in the general section both characters were designed thematically first and then they had the kilts built kits built around them so very cool that these characters are more thematic with the kits worked around that theme than kits made and then try to theme them based on that kit so yeah that always makes the feel of a character a lot better in my opinion because if you watch the video for the the preview video of the galactic legends i don't remember exactly what palpatine's ultimate looked like but it looked like uh luke's ultimate is basically him uh shooting at a projection of his younger self like a force projection of himself yeah which sounds pretty freaking cool yep what it makes sense random what if his ultimate was calling a summoned character of himself to fight in the battle with him. It kind of sounds like the he second will be OP character to go with him. <laughs> it kind of sounds like he'll be Mon Mothma like, you know, in that he kind of does things, but I guess actually he'll kind of do damage, but you like may not be able to target him. Um, and something else I mentioned that I thought was really cool about Luke is that he has uh, like basically a buff. Think of like grandmaster's training that he spreads to people and then once he does his ultimate it changes from like a training thing to like a legacy it's like it's something different so i think that sounds really really cool you have been granted the rank of jedi master <laughs> we yeah. have allowed you on the council yeah basically yeah sounds That'd be really interesting cool. uh moving into requirements we already talked about but the amount of characters required for each one but uh Developers look at data on what characters players have, but also base it on characters the GLs interact with in the film. Uh, I think we all pretty much knew that. Uh, Developers also think about what characters will be effective for your roster for requirements. IG Imperial Troopers for Sith Eternal Empire are helpful in events and GSC. Uh, My question to that is, what about Royal Guard and Krennic and (laughs) a very large amount of other characters there, but there well, are some helpful ones in there. Well, so they did. That. We also haven't seen the kits. I mean, these 
characters are required are probably going to be characters that work extremely well with them. So there's probably going to like Royal Guard is probably going to be the tank for uh Sith Eternal Emperor team. Um I'm trying to remember who threw it out in Discord at the idea of a Royal Guard rework uh along with a certainly possible. Someone said an idea of a Sidious and a Royal Guard rework to work together underneath the Sith Eternal uh Emperor that's an interesting idea. A lot of yep. people have some really good ideas here because those are characters that you could put in a squad with him that would not take away from anything else. Yep. Which is something that they mentioned already, obviously. So. Yes, sir. Already known, the Galactic Legends are intended to be the end game. Top characters for players. Yes, of course. If not, then why would 45 seven stars be needed for one of them? Uh, Galactic Legend events. Uh, developers wanted to mirror the Rain Kylo events, but took a lot of community feedback from the previous events, i.e. the dual system. So nice to see that they are like, let's get rid of that. Yep. Don't need it. Um, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker event. First three tiers are Return of the Jedi, and final three are the Battle on Crate versus Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. So that's interesting. Well, they actually uh, broke it down here. Uh, encounter one, you know what? I'm going to leave this for anyone that wants to go into the event blind. I'm not going to say it on the, on the podcast. That way I'm not spoiling anything for the event for people. Sounds good. They kind of went down on, down further in during the podcast on the powers of, uh, Sith Eternal Empire and Jedi Master Luke Skywalker but the kits are coming out in a few days. So I feel like no need to cover that when we're going to go in-depth on those kits with the actual information next week. Right. Do you agree with that? I totally agree. No reason to guesstimate when we will have the facts in front of us next week. So Sounds good. And we'll, So next week we'll talk a little bit more about Galactic Legends, go over their kits, uh, possible team comps, modding, that sort of stuff that they'll make that our character modding segment next week, perhaps. And then also kind of talk about some of this new slicing material stuff that we learn. And the return of, uh, modding teams or characters. We'll get some characters in there for next week. Yep. So, well, that's what I was saying for, for these two, I think we'll be able to talk about that some and specifically the characters that are needed for them. I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Well, do you have anything else to say about this episode, sir? Good job. You knocked it out of the park today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we did. I really appreciate you with a slugging percent as high as you have today. Sure. That's a baseball reference. I don't know how big of a baseball. No, I, no I, get the, I get the baseball reference. I'm just... I don't get the reference. You did better than the Oklahoma Sooners last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I also did better than the Lions against the Packers. No doubt about it. Um, Probably having a better week than Alan Lazard. Yeah. The feels, man. Right in the feels. Not. I don't even want to talk about that. It's depressing. (laughs) It's my boy, man. He tore it up and then he. 
That was a surprise, wasn't it? Abs or something. No, it wasn't a surprise. What? That he got hurt? He suddenly had surgery and he was going to be out indefinitely? Yeah, yeah, that was. I thought you were (laughs) talking about That was a surprise. I thought you were talking about him exploding for like. No, man. You've been talking to me about Alan Lazard for two years. I knew he was going to be good. Yeah. So. Uh, All right, everybody. I want to say one quick thing. Thank you. To our sponsors, Blue Microphones, for continually making this podcast sound great. Wink. We got a link for people. We need to get that out to them ASAP. It'll be in the show notes for sure. Check the show notes if you are looking to buy a Blue product. We have a link that you can use to get a discount. Uh, and that would that makes their products even better because you're not paying full price. So even though full oh. price is, still has great products, but not paying full price for great products is even better. So, I, I am not... Uh, you'll have to check on the discount because I am not for sure about that. The last time I saw, I believe it's... I think it was a 5% discount. Might be more than that, but I think for sure it's 5%. So... It is definitely... Um, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a link. <laughs> there's definitely a referral link for sure that will let them know that we sent you to get their amazing products. So, Yep, absolutely. And uh, other than that, if you want to talk to us, you want to talk to a lot of very smart people in this community about this game this week, go to discord.me slash shattered order. You can join our discord where we talk all week about everything that's been going on and all the interesting stuff in the game, as well as things like Squadrons and Mandalorian and even American sports, different types of beer, all kinds of fun and cool stuff. Um, me and Wink sometimes stream uh, this game, other games. Uh, you'll find those links there as well. Lots of stuff going on on our Discord, so go, go check that out. And if, as always, if you want to support us, you don't have to. Just listening to the show or watching it is support enough for us. But there are other ways. If you want to throw a subscription on Twitch to us, there's an easy way to do it. If you own Amazon Prime, you have a free Twitch Prime sub that you can use on this channel. And we'd appreciate that as well as patreon.com slash shattered order where there are uh, several different tiers that you can choose what's good for you to support. Uh, As always, thanks to everyone that does that. It helps us to keep our podcast hosted so we can upload our episodes, uh, continues to do a lot of things that keep this episode or this show going. So thank you to all of you. Um, anything else? Audible.com slash Shattered Order. I'm telling you, there are Audible so many good stars. Audible slash Shattered Order. That's, that's what I said. Yeah. AudibleTrial.com. That's not what I said. AudibleTrial.com slash Shattered Order. Go check it out. There are a lot of really good Star Trek books out Star Trek? There are Star Trek books, but... There are Star Trek books. You're probably books. more interested in Star Wars. Yeah, if you're listening to this show, you're probably thinking, yeah. what is wrong with this guy? But go probably. check out all the Star Wars That's books they I'm got. Wondering. Some really good Thrawn books. Uh, I really like the... If you see my shirt, the Black Spire Outpost book. Um, oh, yeah. I'm listening to the Dooku book. I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff on there, uh, so go check that out. Uh, as far as other things... Twitter.com slash Shattered Order. Give us a follow there. You'll always see when we're live. We also tweet about random things on there throughout the week. And uh, last thing, we, there is merch. 
bonfire.com slash store slash shattered order. You can get the easy 60s shirt. You can get the do you even mod bro shirt. And you can also get the, the shattered order logo shirt. So they're all there. Cool. For you. I like it. You got anything else, buddy? I don't. That's pretty much it, man. I think that'll pretty much do it for us this week. Thanks for hanging out. Episode 217 next week. We'll go over the new Galactic Legend kits as well as anything else introduced in the update next week. Start getting your energy ready for Piet because he'll be coming out this week. And uh, yeah, until then, we will see you next week for episode 217. All righty, guys. Later. Later.